My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. We mean it when we say that. And my hope always is, you know, sometimes when I drive down the hill, most of you know uh, that I live way up in the mountains, uh, or at least many of you do, I guess. I always think to myself, or often think to myself, is this going to be a show that really helps moms where they live? Whether it's just uh, they just need a boost as a woman, maybe even a separate from their parenting, uh, or as a wife, or as a single mom, uh, or you know wherever they may be at. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they've just lost a job. Maybe they feel like their life as a mom is meaningless, or they are feeling disrespected, or overwhelmed, or exhausted. And I always um, think when I'm pondering this, boy, do I hope today's show is something that moms who are in need of this will really tune into. So today and Wednesday, we have our behavior makeover specialist, and I really believe that we're going to touch on a topic that millions of people need to hear more about. There's a very controversial study out that's suggesting that basically we don't discipline our children with any kind of punishment, quote unquote. No lack, no timeouts. Um, Lord knows that they definitely wouldn't want you to spank. Um, nothing that might hurt the child's feelings. Really interesting. Probably not a surprise that it comes out of Southern California. I used to live there. I love so SoCal, but wow. Anyway, and here, here's the thing. I know people grew up in some very painful um, situations. I knew people, or I know people grew up being beaten or grew up being abused or grew up being neglected or, or went through various kinds of horrible abuse, like sexual abuse. I completely understand and have grace for folks who really want to um, be very careful and tread lightly when it comes to discipline. I understand the hurt that can result from that and the way in which as parents you may want to retract uh, from where, the way in which you were treated if you thought it was overboard. So today we're going to address this and we're going to give you instruction based on what works. Not on touchy-feely philosophies, not on harsh approaches, not on uh, judgment, not from a place of judgment where we say, oh, 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 if you don't spank, you're a bad mom. Or, oh, 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 if you never do a timeout, you're a bad mom. Not from that place, but rather to say, what works when children grow up? What creates good adults? What kind of discipline is proven to work? There are some surprising answers. But there are also some very clear directives. And I think you're going to be amazed by what you learned today from our friends Ann Wiggins and Linda Williams, who, of course, wrote Parenting from the Heights, and they have a DVD out called How to Parenting. Uh, they're, they're extremely effective. They counsel a number of parents and, and have sort of overnight successes with some kids. Others take longer. Uh, by the way in which they instruct them to discipline well. Not harshly, but not loosely. Uh, so they're going to talk about this new study. What it's, I mean, you're going to be shocked. I think most people are going to be shocked by what this study says. But before they do that, I just want to have one little announcement. 
We have friends at the Center for Relationship Education, and they have a real heart to help teenagers make wise decisions about how they share their bodies uh, and also to save marriages and boost marriages and help marriages to thrive. But they also help folks who've gone through divorce. They have uh, a divorce care element, I believe. Anyway, the Center for Relationship Education has a cool contest. So if you're a mom and you believe in your kids' abilities with a video camera or perhaps your own abilities, there is a contest called What is Love? on the Center for Relationship Education website. You can just go there by going to myrelationshipcenter.org, myrelationshipcenter.org. It's technically over, but the <laughs> but it's still up there. So uh, they give me permission to talk about it, so I'm hoping that it's not really expired yet. Um, and you go to myrelationshipcenter.org, go to What is Love, and uh, you will see the video contest there. You can win an iPad Air, I think it's called. Is there such a thing, Jorge? iPad Air? Uh, a Visa card, all kinds of things. So I urge you to go support our friends at the Center for Relationship Education at myrelationshipcenter.org. Also, just remind you, we're on podcast. We're on channelmom.com. We have a YouTube channel. We are on social media. And, you know, so are a lot of people. But we're there really to communicate with and uplift mothers and families who feel forgotten or left behind or discouraged or judged. We really want to help you and come alongside you, not to judge you, but to provide you with some of the latest instruction and also just to encourage you and cheerlead you in your job as a mom. So we uh, would urge you to go to those places. Okay. That's enough from Little Miss Jenny. Uh, we are going to get to Linda and Anne. We're going to have them on together today. We're going to see how this works. But uh, I just want to remind you that they co-authored as mother and daughter the book Parenting from the Heights with all kinds of examples of clients that they worked with to change their teenager's behavior or their toddler's behavior, and it's been very effective. I was reviewing their book uh, last night, and I think I may refer to some things in the book. Uh, we also have a surprise, and I, I think we'll maybe talk about it both days, but we're going to talk about whether to spank or not to spank. And uh, we are going to bring in the Adrian Peterson situation, the NFL uh, player, the Minnesota Viking. I grew up in Minnesota, so I'm very familiar with Mr. Peterson, uh, who's come under fire recently for the way in which he disciplined his four-year-old son. And uh, many people say it appears to have been over the top and too much and too harsh and too brutal. But we're still going to talk about the spanking thing. An interesting commentary from folks in the professional uh, sports arena, a very famous voice who's going to weigh in today. So I think that's enough of an intro. We want to bring on Linda and Anne. I will welcome Miss Anne first. Welcome to Channel Mom, Anne. Thanks, Jenny. So glad to have you. Um, and welcome to Linda. We're so glad Hi. to have you. Thank you, Jenny. All righty. So why don't we first just touch on the UCLA study, which I believe probably raised the blood pressure of both of you. Um, I'm going to read a quote from it. But first, Anne, why don't you give me your take on what uh, Dr. Daniel J. Siegel and uh, his co-author, Tina Bryson, Ph.D., what they're up to uh, in their study and their, uh, their book, I believe, called No Drama Discipline. Tell me a little bit about your take on it. Well, I believe what they're talking about here is trying to, if I can just put this in a quick nutshell, uh, not discipline your children, but instead talk to them, soothe them, comfort them, because they think that children don't have any ability 
to control themselves. Their wording is very, very interesting in this article. I would encourage people to go find this and read it. Uh, the children don't have the internal resources to deal with big feelings. And, and using words like that heads you down a path what, that is not biblical, that children are sinners. We're all sinners. They have a sinful temperament, a sinful nature. And if that's not right under control, there's major problems down the road. That's not the kind of talk you're going to hear in this article. So I think they're coming from a very humanistic philosophy and trying to solve a non-problem theoretically, which is bizarre to me. Yeah, let me read a quote from it. Uh, And by the way, I don't want you to think that I have overlooked your sponsor. We're going to play them in the next break so everybody can know how you're here and who pays for you to be here and be uh, grateful to that business. But here's a quote from the study, and I believe the book No Drama Discipline by Daniel J. Siegel, MD, and Tina Bryson, Ph.D., Here we go, folks. We'll see if you're surprised. Jorge, I expect to see a reaction on your face. Discipline is about teaching, not about punishment. And finding ways to teach children appropriate behavior is essential for healthy development. In most cases, the primary experience a timeout offers a child is isolation. Even when presented in a patient and loving manner, timeouts teach them that when they make a mistake or when they are having a hard time, they will be forced to be by themselves. A lesson that is often experienced, particularly by young children, as rejection. Further, it communicates to kids, I'm only interested in being with you and being there for you when you've got it all together. Um, So they're opposed to timeouts. I don't even know what they think about spanking. Then they go on to say, next time the need for discipline arises, parents might consider a time in, forging a loving connection, such as sitting with the child and talking or comforting. Some time to calm down can be extremely valuable for children, teaching them how to pause and reflect on their behavior. Okay, I'm so sorry. I do not mean to be insensitive, but I'm picturing a toddler flipping out in the grocery store and mom saying, okay, time for a time in. Let's just let me crawl in your little grocery cart with you and we'll just sit here and we'll figure out how to pause and reflect with a two and a half year old. And I'm just, I'm blown away. Linda Williams, does this work? Is there any research that shows that this kind of discipline, quote unquote, works? You know, Jenny, I'm not even sure we need research because we have intelligent mothers raising children and any mother knows when that happens, just as you described it, that there is no way you are going to reason. Children come into the world self-centered. The world revolves around them. You know, for in fact, as adults, hey, we, we have some of this problem ourselves. Yes. But one thing we need to do is get away from that self-centeredness. And that's exactly what this is just, you know, saying, ratchet it up. <laughs> and- <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know if anybody else out there is disagreeing with me. And, and I guess, frankly, I, I, I apologize if you're hurt by this, but I, this just blows my mind that they're, that they say, you know, just, you just crawl up right next to that child who's flipping out and screaming and yelling at you. And you just say, okay, time for a time in. We're just going to have a little chat and do, you know, learn how to pause and reflect. And I'm thinking what two and a half year old when he's having a tantrum is going to say, oh yeah, okay, of course, pausing and reflecting, no punishment. 
I'm, I'm much more afraid of pausing and reflecting than punishment. And again, I'm not going to pitch beating today, but this just blows my mind. We're going to go to a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to play uh, the little announcement from their sponsors. We're so grateful to Chatfield Eye Care. And then we're going to get deep into this with Linda and Ann and, and even get to the topic of spanking, which is a very sensitive one. I want to admit that. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (gasps) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Hello, this is Amy Knapp. My husband, Dr. Phil Knapp, and I own Chatfield Eye Care. Dr. Phil has over 20 years of experience as an optometrist. We've chosen to sponsor the Behavior Makeover segment with Ann and Linda because we're committed to helping parents learn effective, godly methods for raising their children. We are also committed to the efforts of Jenny and Channel Mom. Dr. Phil and I have two boys that are 17 and 12. Parenting them has been the greatest challenge, but also the greatest blessing God has provided. At Chatfield Eye Care, we provide eye care with an eye care attitude. We do not treat people as a number, but always remember that there is a person attached to every set of eyes. We love to assist moms, dads, and kids in proactively maintaining their eye health for the very best eyesight. So call us at 303-933-0353. Now, enjoy Behavior Makeover, brought to you by Chatfield Eye Care. Hey, we are back with Channel Mom. Our thanks to Chatfield Eye Care. Fabulous people. My kids go there. I go there. My husband goes there. And they're just, uh, Dr. Phil is really fabulous about explaining how your eye actually works and walking you through what's going on. And it's just really good stuff. So we really appreciate them being the sponsors of this segment, Behavior Makeover. A huge blessing with Ann and Linda. We're going to be on uh, today and uh, t- t- Friday. Um, yeah. I'm kind of trying to figure out if this should be Monday and Wednesday. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I want to get back to this conversation about 
no drama discipline. Uh, and a, a gentleman named Daniel Siegel, who's an MD, and Tina Bryson, PhD, the two of them wrote a book together called No Drama Discipline. They talk about discipline being about teaching, not about punishment. Uh, they rather have you do a time in than a time out. They say a time out is too uh, hurtful to a child. They feel isolated and rejected. Uh, instead, you should uh, crawl up to the child and say it's time for a time in and, and teach them how to reflect. Uh, I don't mean to be too disrespectful, but I have had toddlers and I've had teenagers. Um, I'm not sure sure how that would work. So I'm going to go straight to Linda and then we'll go to Anne. Linda, in all your time of coaching parents uh, and in seeing a more pervasive attitude these days of, oh, no, 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 I want to be my child's friend. I don't want to discipline my child to the point where it makes them mad at me or they feel hurt or upset. Uh, does that work to, to say, I'm going to be more friendly about this. I'm going to be, I'm kind of have a, a kumbaya attitude about this. And I'm not making fun of peace. But I, but I don't know how effective it is to say to your child, we're going to pause and reflect. What do you think? Well, Jenny, I think that's why we have the terminology parents and children. Yeah. Children do not have the life experience uh, to go ahead and, and be able to see all these wonderful things that we're supposed to be able to sit and reason with. You know, I was thinking back to what we talked about before the break, this time in, I'd, I'd like to challenge anyone to have a time in with someone who was in the middle of a road rage incident. I mean, it, it's just not going to work when, when the emotions are at that level, at that peak. We are the parents. We are responsible for guiding and raising our children. And life has pain in it. It just does in, in many different forms. And I'm not talking necessarily about over-the-top physical pain. Yeah, I'm just talking about events in our lives. If we don't work with our children on self-control and self-discipline, we're going to find out, curiously enough in my mind, I think we are raising abusers and bullies if we follow... <laughs> This path that's being advocated, because if you have, if you if you've never learned self control and self discipline, what's to stop you then from attacking others in in different ways? So you know, instead of uh, fixing the problem, I think we're creating the next generation, and that scares me. Yeah, I mean, I think about a boss, I and mean, you know, maybe the first time this child walks away from parents who are doing time ins and choosing to reflect instead of quote-unquote punish, um, that that child, the first time they come up against an F on a paper or come up against um, a boss firing them, that pain, because you're right, we live in a sinful world and there's pain everywhere. So the first time they come against actual pain in their life, what are they going to do if they've never seen that bad decisions result in pain? So not writing their paper is going to result in the pain of an F and maybe having to repeat the 10th grade. So if no one's ever taught them that, they may have no fear of the pain and they may never, I don't know. I mean, what do you think of that, Anne? Well, yeah, I, I think there's a difference between intellectualism and good old-fashioned common sense. And a, a lot of people are so educated that I think they've kind of lost track of real life and real scenarios. I would love to know if the authors of this article have children themselves and yeah. if they have honestly raised them like this. And if they have, where those kids are today, I, I would just be so interested to know. Um, it, 
I'm, I'm tired of theoretical stuff in our culture, and I'm tired of, of it all sounding so enlightened when it's dark and it's wrong and it's scary and the results that it produces are just flat-out awful. I, I want people to start looking for, if, if I do something, what is the result I'm getting? And if it's really bad, then maybe I need to do something different. And when, when you parent with this type of scenario, you're going to get, I mean, go to your grocery store and watch this happen. <laughs> Parents all over the place, sweet-talking their screaming children who are yelling horrible things with them. And, and, I mean, you see this all the time, and you just want to say, what, what are you doing? Take them out. Do something. What is this use? Yeah, so tell me, in a nutshell, in your estimation, I read an excerpt from it, but what is this UCLA study saying uh, with Dr. Siegel about the way in which we should now discipline our children. I believe they're anti-timeout. So if you had to sum up what they're trying to tell parents to do now, what would you say, Anne? I would say that they are encouraging parents to be so enlightened that they do not anymore impose anything on their child that would cause them any discomfort, but that they are so connected that they would sit down and have a heart-to-heart with this child so that the child knows and feels so loved by the parent that there's no rejection, there's no consequence, there's no ramifications, it's just all utopia. Mm. That is not real life. Ever. No, not in this world. No, and Linda, in your own experience, because you've been counseling parents, you were a first grade teacher for thirty years. In your own, and you and you parented your own children. In your own experience, and 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 from the things you've read, what will be the result of parents who follow this directive? to stop doing timeouts, uh, probably to stop spanking. They won't even go to the spanking thing, but they say no discipline that that, uh, hurts a child's feelings at all should be used. Um, What will be the result of parents who parent this way? Oh, I think the result is just scary and particularly sad for the children. I don't think they will ever be able to reach the the, uh, plateaus that they would be able to reach if they were self-disciplined, if they had self-control. You know, careers, relationships as adults, uh, not just marriage, but all relationships. I, I just think it puts a very, very low ceiling on a child. And I want to just jump back for a second because I love the time in idea. I love the cuddling and the talking and as uh, older kids and teenagers, the sitting, the heart to hearts. Oh, absolutely. We're not against that at all. Yeah. But that does not happen in the middle of an area uh, an issue when you're trying to teach your child how to navigate how to make better choices and if the choice isn't what they wanted how to accept it gracefully and learn from it i mean these are all lessons again parents have got to work on the whole childhood yeah yeah i mean i guess I, yeah, amen is right. I am trying to figure this out, and I really am trying to be sensitive to folks in our audience who really just don't, they, they dread the thought of hurting their child in any way, whether it's their feelings or their bottoms or whatever it is. And I get that. We all love our children deeply, and, and that first time that we choose to discipline them is hard. I'm not diminishing that. And folks who grew up in abusive environments, it's really hard sometimes for them to discipline. But I'm trying to picture with um, my teenage boy, uh, it, it, if I never say something or uh, an issue a discipline like you don't get to go to that place or we, we don't we don't want you to stay out till 3 a.m. or whatever it is, 
how he will respond to me saying you don't want to stay out till 3 a.m. So, so, so am, I, am I to retract that? We don't want you to stay out till 3 a.m.? Because the only way that he's going to be happy again and we can sit down and have a time in is if I retract that. So then now he gets to stay out till 3 a.m. I, mean, I, I can't even understand how this would work is what I'm trying to say. I'm going to play a little excerpt because tomorrow we're going to talk about the spanking issue. Uh, and so here we're going to play just a, just a tiny bit of a conversation between Jim Rome, who hosts a sports show, I believe on ESPN, and the infamous Charles Barkley, NBA player, and their conversation about spanking as it related to what Adrian Peterson is accused of doing uh, in the media and beyond. Right here is a little soundbite. What about the other? Can you hit a child? Uh, I'm from the South. Uh, I understand boomers, rage and anger. But I think, listen, we have to accept we were born in... He's a white guy. I'm a black guy. I, I don't know where he's from. I'm from the South. Whipping is, uh, we do that all the time. Every black parent in the South is going to be in jail under those circumstances. I think uh, we have to be careful letting people how we, they dictate how they, you know, treat their Chuck, children. doesn't matter where you're from. Right is right and wrong is no, wrong. No, well, that, well, Very interesting conversation. We're going to play the whole thing on the next show with Ann and Linda. But uh ladies just a, a last you know 30 seconds from you each as a precursor to to talking about that very sensitive issue well jenny i think uh spanking is one of the foremost issues on parents minds these days because they're getting such mixed signals from back and forth uh like you like you just played there between those two men yeah. and they want to do this is why you do your show because you know that most moms and dads, they truly want to do the right thing. They are afraid they're going to do the wrong thing. And so they need uh, godly biblical wisdom and how to raise their kids. And, and so I thank you for the opportunity to really delve into that tomorrow. Yeah, and we will. We will. Um, and, and Linda, can you tell folks how they can find you and what they can get from you in the next 30 seconds? Yes, we are online, um, parentingfromtheheights.com. They can read excerpts from the book. It's very practical. It gives specific ways, uh, and uh, we actually deal with timeouts. There is a way to do it that makes it really effective, and there's a way to do it that isn't as effective. So they could find that out. They can also get our DVD, How to Parenting. Yeah. Order from Amazon also. Great stuff. And, and we'll probably draw a little bit from the book on the next show as well. So you're going to return with us. God bless you. Thanks for being on Channel Mom. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to talk on the next show with our behavior makeover specialists, Anne and Wind Linda. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion Mwah. and purpose to good old intimacy. <sighs> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90 fe 51 Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Tune into our next show, and we'll talk about to spank or not to spank, and uh, what is going too far. 
as we consider uh, the accusations against an NFL player. And also, are we turning our children into victims with new suggestions about not disciplining them, so to speak? So we'll have more with Ann and Linda on the next show. In the meantime, Mom, thanks for all you do. I know you're working hard to raise your children well. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.